0: WNBN, 1737 AM, nothing but news. This is WNBN, 1737 AM, News Newsology. We got you covered, fresh and hot off the press. We that lit crew, Julie, Keontae, Tashika, Sammy, and Valencia. International, national, and all local news reports. Entertainment, weather, traffic, business, finance, and sports. WNBN, 1737 AM, nothing but news.
1: In international news, Kim Hong-bin, South Korean climber missing after fall in Pakistan. Ben & Jerry clashes with its parent company, Unilever. Haiti awaits new chief as official morning starts for Moise. China says Microsoft hacking accusations fabricated by U.S. and allies. 13-year-old boy killed while in school in Singapore why
2: protests in Cuba erupted to
1: historic levels and what protesters want.
2: A celebrated South Korean climber who lost his fingers to frostbite 30 years ago has gone missing during his descent from a mountain in Pakistan. Kim Hong-bin had just scaled the 26,400 feet high broad peak in the Kura Mountains before he is thought to have fallen into a crevice. The climb made the 57-year-old the first disabled person to scale all the world's tallest mountains. An initial search failed to locate him and a large operation is being planned. Mr. Kim, who had all his fingers amputated after suffering severe false while climbing in Alaska in 1991, reached the summit of Broad Peak on Sunday as part of an expedition organized by a small group. The climber is believed to have later slipped and fallen while descending the Chinese side of the mountain in poor weather. Since then, no information is available about him. In search efforts on Tuesday included help from the South Korean embassy. The other mountaineers who were on the climb with Mr. Kim initially searched for him, but were hindered by bad weather conditions. And here's Valencia with more news.
3: Ben & Jerry's stance on racial and social justice is causing friction. With Unilever, Ben & Jerry's, Israel, and the Board of Approvals, tension has begun to rise when both release statements. After clashing over the handling of the withdrawal of its products from Israeli settlements, Ben & Jerry's stated it would stop selling its ice cream in the occupied territories deeming it inconsistent with their values. With this withdrawal, it will require an end to a license agreement with the company they have been distributing with since 1987. This license is set to expire in 2022. Unilever, however, has released a statement going against the board and are now in violation of their legal agreement. The board, however, has the final say so. Final remarks given. They are trying to destroy the soul of the company. We want the company to be led by values and not dictated by the parents' company. Stay tuned for further updates with the Inside
4: Intense Battle. Take it away, Julie. Thanks, Valencia. Haiti arrests three cops, awaits new chief while mourning Moise. Haitians held official ceremonies Tuesday to honor assassinated President Jovenel Moïse while preparing to install a new interim leader and arresting at least three police officers implicated in the killing. Designated Prime Minister Ariel Henry was to be sworn in to replace interim Prime Minister Claude Joseph, who assumed leadership of Haiti with the backing of police and the military after the July 7 attack at Moïse's private home. Malise was shot multiple times and his wife was seriously wounded. While officials have arrested at least 26 people in the case, it remains unclear who ultimately was behind the attack. Police chief in Haiti announced four more formal arrests on Tuesday, at least three of them police officers. Police said Tuesday that in addition to the new arrest, seven high-ranking officials, including those with the president's security detail, had earlier been placed in isolation, though they are not formally considered suspects. He concluded saying 18 Colombians, 5 Haitians, and 3 Haitian Americans has been arrested. Here's Lucky with more international news.
2: China has denied allegations that it carried out a major cyber attack against the tech giant Microsoft. The US and other Western countries on Monday accused China of hacking Microsoft Exchange, a popular email platform used by companies worldwide. They said it was part of the broadened pattern of reckless behavior that threatened global security. China says it opposes all forms of cybercrime and has called the claims fabricated. China's foreign ministry spokesman said that the US has gotten its allies to make unreasonable criticisms against China. The UK, EU, New Zealand, Australia, and others joined the US to accuse Chinese state-sponsored hackers. Microsoft's exchange system powers the email of huge corporations, small businesses, and public bodies. The hack affected at least 30,000 organizations around the world. And here's Valencia with more news.
3: Extreme violence in schools is a rarity. In places such as Singapore, having one of the lowest crime rates in the world, that is until recently, A 16-year-old student of River Valley High School has been charged with the murder of a 13-year-old student. And because he is under 18, he faces possible life imprisonment. The names of the minors, however, cannot be released due to Singapore's laws. The exact details surrounding everything that has happened have yet to be released. Students, however, have confirmed they did see the 16-year-old boy walking around with an ax in the school. Prosecutors confirmed the 16-year-old has a history of mental illness, stating he was institutionalized not too long ago for attempting to kill himself. Therefore, prosecutors are asking for the teen to be remanded for psychiatric assessment instead. This incident has sparked intense discussions online about school safety and students' mental health.
5: This is Black Irish with your international news. Thousands of Cubans have been protesting for food vaccine and medical shortage in one of the country's largest demonstrations in decades. Some residents went days without power in the summer heat, while others continued to be forced to wait in long lines for basic goods. As prices continued to rise, activists said covid 19s had other destructive issues like health care and poverty. And the extended electricity outage signals a breaking point. The country is facing a surge of COVID-19 cases accordingly to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Wow. I I send prayers to Cuban. I hope everything goes well with them and that the COVID cases come down as people get vaccinated. So I advise people get vaccinated over there. This has been your International News. I'm Black Irish. I'm out. WNBN.
1: Nothing
4: but news. This is Julie from WNBN Nothing But News here with National News Headlines. Blue Origin blasts off. Most wanted fugitive caught via social media. Ten things to watch when the Tokyo Olympics begin. The first person convicted in the Capitol riots. Black officer gone viral for being a humanitarian doesn't go over well with fellow officers, and California will launch the nation's largest free lunch program for students.
0: Good day to all. I'm Sammy Thompson with some national news from the WNBN newsroom. Jeff Bezos and three others are launched into the edge of space this Tuesday morning, July 20th. Jeff Bezos, Blue Origin makes first crew launch live, 11-minute flight. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos blasted to the edge of space and spent a few minutes outside Earth's atmosphere Tuesday on his first crew flight from his Blue Origin. And Elated Bezos could be heard calling it the best day ever after landing back on Earth. The Milestone Lounge's modern commercial space race comes on the 52nd anniversary of Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin's moon landing in 1969. Though the space farming landscape has evolved by giant leaps since then, as the billionaires emerge as key players in driving a new space race cosmos. Bezo, who holds the title of the richest man in the world per Bloomingdale data, has said the space fight will fulfill a long lifetime dream of his and is also curious on how it will change him. Blue Origin shared stats from the mission shortly after the capsule returned. I'm Sammy Thompson of WNBN, over to Valencia with more national news.
3: Oklahoma woman wanted in connection with a fatal shooting accidentally turned herself in. While many may wonder how that's possible, social media certainly played a big part. Lorraine Graves became a wanted fugitive after an arrest was made with two other men who were charged with the murder of Eric Graves. Graves was featured in a weekly Most Wanted Fugitive post according to Tulsa Police Department's Facebook page. Immediately after, she began to comment from her personal page on the police department's status, inquiring about where is the reward money, not thinking of what would happen next. One Facebook user even tried to warn her to stay off of social media because they can track you. Little did Lorraine know she was already located. Detectives arrested Graves the very next day. She's been held in Tulsa County Jail on $500,000 bond with a possibility of 45 years in prison. Take it away, Keontae.
2: Thanks, Valencia. The Tokyo Summer Olympics are here. The start of the largest events in sports after a year's postponement is a sign of hope for many but critics view holding the games during the pandemic times are unacceptable risks to the world's top athletes and the people of Japan. Against great odds, the world's top athletes are about to take the spotlight, and here are some key things to know about the first half of the games. Soccer and softball will start the competition before the opening ceremony. The opening ceremony itself will look a lot different than in the past years. The first medals will be awarded Saturday, and the winners will put the prizes on themselves. Swimming gets underway led by Katie Leckie, Surfing and skateboard will make their debut games. Women's gymnastics starts with Simone Biles expected to dominate. One race will determine the fastest woman alive. The U.S. women's basketball team aims for its seventh gold medal in a row. Athletes are expected to protest, possibly even at some of the medal ceremonies. And the big question is how much coronavirus will ultimately affect the games. And here is Sammy with more of your national news.
0: And in other national news, a Capitol rider gets eight months in prison for the first felony sentence from the January 6th attack on the Capitol. A Florida man who waved a Trump 2020 fag on the floor of the Senate chambers on January 6th was sentenced to eight months in prison Monday. The first time a Capitol Rider defendant was sentenced for a felony charge. Paul Hopkins, a 38-year-old crane operator, pled guilty last month to one count of obstruction of an official proceeding and acknowledged he took a selfie and joined a group of rioters who assembled at the front of the Senate chamber with the intention to obstruct the certification of the 2020 presidential election. When announcing the sentence, which was less than 15 to 21 months sentence recommended when Hopkins pled guilty, Judge Randolph Moss called the Capitol attack an assault on democracy. But Hopkins said lack of criminal history and willingness to accept responsibility warned him a lower sentence. Hawkins eight months prison sentence will be followed by a two year supervised release. I'm Sammy Thompson of WNBN, back over to you Valencia.
3: New York has made headlines once again for the right and wrong reason. Syracuse officer Brandon Hanks took an oath to protect and serve. What he didn't expect was for his big heart to be loved by so many via internet. After going viral, it didn't seem to sit well with most of his fellow officers. However, once he created the pull-up challenge where he competed with neighborhood children in basketball games while fully clothed in uniform, if they won, he bought them sneakers. If they lost, they did push-ups. This challenge, however, sparked so much that even NBA star Rajon Rondo donated 25 pairs of shoes to show support. However, seven officers, including the head of department, Captain Timothy Gay, have gone out of their way to create a false persona of of Officer Hanks to destroy his career. Hanks replied these allegations are not only false, but racist as well. He has started a claim to help change the department. Sending it over to you, Keontae.
2: Thanks, Valencia. California will launch the nation's largest free student lunch program. When classrooms in California reopen for the fall term, All 6.2 million public school students will have the option to eat school meals for free, regardless of their family's income. The undertaking, made possible by an unexpected budget surplus, will be the largest free student lunch program in the country. School officials, lawmakers, anti-hunger organizations, and parents are applauding it as a pioneering way to prevent the stigma accepting free lunches and feed more hungry children. This is so historic, it's beyond life-changing, said Eric Primer, director of the food services for the San Luis Coastal Unified School Districts on California's Central Coast. I'm Keontae, and that's your national news here on WNBN. We'll be right back after these commercial breaks.
3: Did you know that depression has no age target? In fact, children of depressed parents are four times more likely to experience depression than children with non-depressed parents. Depression is a mood disorder that causes sadness, irritation, and hopelessness. It can affect sleep, appetite, and relationships with others. It's typically diagnosed if symptoms are longer than two weeks, and if not evaluated, it can lead to suicide. Parents, next time your children wants to express themselves, take the time to actually listen.
5: This is Black Irish, owner and operator of Black Irish Entertainment, where we have put a fresh new twist on the entertainment business. We took Black Irish Entertainment to a whole new level with our innovative video editing and sound mixing skills. We have also branded Black Irish to make it a household name, from T-shirts to face masks, even decals for cars. Black Irish—it's just not a person, but a company that brings innovation to the entertainment world and a name to every household. Black Irish—it's just not a business; it's an experience.
0: You smell me? Imagine using your computer to build the perfect automobile. Imagine choosing a sedan, coupe. SUV, wagon, roadster, or even a supercar. Visualize just the right colors for the exterior and interior. Add features, options, and accessories you'd like. You can do all of this at mercedes-benz.com. Create your dream machine today. Mercedes-Benz, unlike anything other.
3: Welcome back to WNBN. I am Valencia Smith-Davis. In your stories for local news, Chicago superintendent creates team to go after gun trafficking. Expressway shootings skyrocket in 2021 across the Chicago area. Chicago travel advisory. The city adds three more states back to the list as COVID cases rise. Chicago tax credit checks. Will they become permanent? Pile of cars goes ablaze at Miami-Dade Junkyard. A homestead woman is charged after a
4: two-year-old's death in a hot car. A pile of cars goes ablaze at Miami-Dade Junkyard. Miami-Dade Fire Rescues extinguished a blaze at a junkyard in Opalaka on Tuesday morning that had heavy black smoke rising off a pile of about 30 unoccupied cars. No injuries were reported. County fire officials said they responded at 9.28 a.m. Firefighters quickly began to attack the fire by extending hose lines by 100 feet to reach the fire. Crews also worked to extinguish the fire by spraying water over the multiple of vehicles as well as spraying foam from across the canal. The cause of the fire is under investigation. Authorities said that the county's Department of Environmental Resources Management has been notified of fuel leaks from the vehicles as a result of the fire affecting the nearby canal. Here's Trishika with more local news.
1: Chicago Travel Advisory City adds three more states back to the list as COVID cases rise. Chicago updated its travel advisory Tuesday, adding three more states for a total of five states and one territory back to the list, advising anyone entering the city from those areas to test negative for COVID-19 or quarantine upon arrival. Florida, Louisiana, and Nevada, as well as the U.S. Virgin Islands, were added to the advisory as all 50 states see a rise in coronavirus cases. The Chicago Department of Public Health said in a statement last week, Missouri and Arkansas were both added to the travel advisory after several weeks with no states on the list. Both states remain on the advisory, which CDPH said will now be updated weekly moving forward. Recent increases in COVID metrics pushed those newly added states over the threshold of 15 cases per day per 100,000 people to get onto the orange list. Any below that mark on the yellow list, with public health officials still warning against non-essential travel. CDPH shared rates in each state on the list, as well as Illinois and Chicago, as of Tuesday and from the previous week. Unvaccinated individuals traveling from the states or territories on the orange list are advised, not required, to obtain a negative COVID-19 test result no more than 72 hours prior to arrival in Chicago or quarantine for a 10-day period upon arrival. CDPH said vaccinated individuals are exempt from the advisory, which
0: will be updated
1: weekly going forward. Now for Mr. Success.
0: Thanks for that update, Trishika. Chicago can't wait for the strike force. CPD rolls out team to curb gun trafficking. The mission of the Chicago Police Department's new gun investigation team is to stop guns from hitting city streets and to cut off the flow of money to straw purchases, Superintendent Brown said. In an effort to stop the flow of illegal guns contributing to Chicago violence, a new 50-person investigation gun team within the Chicago Police Department will focus on halting the third-party purchases of firearms, Superintendent Brown said on Monday. Investigation into gun trafficking and stalled purchases, filled in part by tips coming from a new tip hotline announced by Mayor Lori Lightfoot last week offering up to $1 million in rewards. Tips on illegal gun purchase or illegal guns connected to violent crimes can be submitted via cpdtips.com, said Brown. The department is working on a structure in which tipsters can stay anonymous and still receive the award. The new team won't look to replace this effort, but rather stop guns from being purchased by third parties so guns never hit the street. I'm Sammy Thompson of WNBN News. A
6: Florida woman was charged with the death of a two-year-old girl. 43-year-old Joanna Perez Domingo is being charged with aggravated manslaughter of a child. Two-year-old Jocelyn Mendez was left in a hot car for seven hours when Jocelyn Perez forgot the little girl before taking her to daycare. Now, Jocelyn Mendez, her mother, frequently paid Joanna, $40 a week to take her baby to daycare. But this time, Joanna forgot little Jocelyn in the car. And she basically had a heat stroke, you know. And this story is truly sad to hear because the mother, the mother put so much so much trust into someone else, you know. And that little baby girl is gone. She dead. But what was also crazy is that when Joe Joanna Perez found Jocelyn in the car unconscious and dead. Instead of her calling 911, she took the little girl back to her mama house, you know? But I will say, like, I would say, I, I feel like she didn't do it purposely because we all know forgetting and that foggy memory, that stuff is real, you know? So that's my news for y'all real quick. I know it's a sad story, but it's, it's honestly a reality check. So I'm signing off. It's your lady Ellen J. And everybody be blessed.
1: Child tax credit checks will they become permanent? The parents of an estimated 60 million American children began receiving child tax credit payments from the IRS this week in a move expected to lift millions of families above the poverty baseline for the remainder of 2021. As many parents know by now, the payments differ from stimulus checks in that they are not completely new funds, but rather an advance payment on the child tax credit parents already were deducting from their taxes at filing time. The total value of the credit was beefed up for 2021 as part of the Biden's administration's American Rescue Plan. This year, parents are getting half of the funds in advance and the rest when filing is done next spring. That means the monthly check payments will run out at the start of 2022. A growing number of lawmakers are coming out in favor of making the monthly cash infusions a long-term benefit for parents. But there is also some fierce opposition to add new spending in the wake of costly pandemic rescue efforts and fears of inflation. Here's where the debate stands. Through mid-July, why some want to make the CTC payments permanent. The expanded child tax credits are fully refundable, meaning parents with no annual income tax burden can still get the cash infusion, creating a reliable income stream for extremely low income families. According to research from Columbia University Center on poverty and social policy, the monthly checks will lift 45% of impoverished children above the poverty line. It's a very important program that will do a huge amount to relieve child poverty, which has been a tremendous important problem in the United States. Now for Mr. Success.
0: In more local news, expressway shooting skyrocketed in 2021 across Chicago areas. As of July 6, Illinois State Police has responded to 117 expressway shootings this year in Chicago areas, more than twice the amount at the same time last year. Just past midpoint of 2021, the Chicago area is about to surpass the total amount of expressway shooting for all of 2020 last year. The 117 expressway shootings is just short of the 128 shootings that happened the entire year of 2020. The minutes of the expressway shootings have been a vaccine one for the Illinois State Police, who have have previously reported that the problem is especially severe here in comparison to other states and arrests are rare contrary to the belief expressway gunfire in chicago was not typically spawned by road rage would-be victims often know the assailants and frequently refuse to cooperate with police this is Samuel Thompson, Jr. reporting live. Up next, news and weather. Stay tuned. 17.37 a.m. WNBN. Nothing but news. Now for our local weather report.
1: Today, Chicago will have a high of 81 degrees and sunny throughout the day. With northeast winds at 3 miles per hour with 62% humidity. Tonight, will drop down to a cool 64 degrees and clear skies. So make sure to have your jackets if you're out and about. And that's the latest weather for today. Now for traffic i 9094 southbound has a 10-minute delay at 59th Street due to a truck spill. Nearest detour to avoid delay is at 67th and State Street exit. Northbound traffic is heavy but flowing smoothly. 10 minutes to downtown, 13 minutes to I-55, and I-57 southbound to I-80 is 13 minutes with no delays. And this has been your local traffic update.
0: Yep, baby, this is Samuel Thompson Jr. with some entertainment news. It's been a sad week in entertainment as we lost two in music this week, one being a rap icon and the other being the mother of an R&B icon. Nobody beats the Biz. Oh, he's just a friend. Icon rap star Biz Marquis has passed away at the age of 57. Biz Marquis had a partner in rhyme, pulling for him and his family up to the very end. It was none other than Fat Joe who provided emotional support like you wouldn't believe. The recently deceased MC's wife, Tyra Halls, tells us that out of all the people who reached out to Biz while he was ill, Joe was one of the ones who always was there from the moment Biz entered the hospital last June due to complications from diabetes. Tara said as soon as Joe heard the news, he was on the phone every single week with her, checking on Biz, on Tara and the rest of their loved ones to see if they needed anything and to let them know he was there for them financially or anything. She tells us Joe was literally willing to open his own wallet to whatever Biz's family needed during his hospital stay, one of which was fairly isolated due to COVID-19 restrictions that really only allowed Tara to be by her husband's side day in and day out. Even now after Biz's death, Tara says Joe has offered to cover the memorial and funeral costs. However, she's politely turned him down each time, saying she don't need the dough, but she appreciates the gesture. Joe's admiration for and dedication to bids and his family are signs of how beloved and respected he was in New York City's hip hop community. And while he's one of few who went above and beyond, we're told several others were keeping tabs on this also. Tara says other icons like Dougie Fresh, Big Daddy Kane, and Tress also checked on their friend. Keisha Cole's biological mama, Frankie Longs, have died, passing away on her birthday after several decades, long struggle with addiction. The R&B singer Brother Sam tells us, Frankie overdosed at her Oakland home Sunday, the same day she was celebrating her born day when she apparently took drugs while partying, relapsing on what we were told a long, hard-fought journey to sobriety. Sam said he was checking in with Frankie daily, trying to help her stay clean, a well-done document battle that Keisha Coles and family had captured and shared publicly in recent years. VIA television, social media, and other channels, Sam also says the family wants the world to remember Frankie as someone who loved her kids and someone who wanted her children to be together despite the turbulent family history. So, RIP to both icons and our condolences go out to both families. Now, over to Lady LNJ for more entertainment news.
6: All right, now, y'all, it's your Lady LNJ, and I got a little entertainment news for y'all today. All right, who sees Space Jam? The new Space Jam, anybody? I didn't. But so now first off like I said I did not see the movie but why everybody dogging this movie I'm steady hearing this movie was trash and it's not better than the original Space Jam like come on y'all first off we all know these movie producers and directors keep remaking the same doggone movies. And messing them up now. They got LeBron James out here looking like a copycat, <laughs> like for real. Like, but hey, LeBron James, he don't care, he do not care. He tweeted, I hate us with a picture from the movie of him and uh Buzz Bunny. Now, I love that. that, 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 that hey, then, but later, I ended up seeing because y'all making a bad die. I ended up seeing that LeBron James posted on uh IG talking about. Y'all feel like the movie was whack, but ain't nobody making the movie for y'all, 30 year old asses. Like, <laughs> y'all better leave that bed alone. He getting mad now. But hey, that's my entertainment news for y'all, real quick. Hope y'all enjoyed it. I'm signing off, Lady Ellen J. Y'all.
1: <laughs> that concludes our news for today. Thank you for listening to WNBN, 1737 AM where we give you nothing but news. And remember, stay safe.